Hello and welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in small towns across the Midwest. I'm your host, Russell Williams, and I'm director of Ethos. We're a small business incubator, co-working spaces, training and development center here in downtown Marion, Illinois. In fact, we're coming to you from the Citadel building, historic building on Tower Square Plaza. Thank you for joining us for another episode, and I want to thank also our sponsors for making the Small Town Big Business podcast possible. And that includes Arcadia Wealth Group, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, Swinford Media Group, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and also Union Street Arts. Now you can join the small town big business community by subscribing to our podcast on your favorite platform. Plus you can listen and watch on our YouTube channel, search for small town big business and subscribe for free. And our special guest today is Hillary Rinda from High Image Dance in Energy, Illinois. Hey, Hillary, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, Russ? Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Excited about your business. In fact, you've been around for a little while. I have. It's a bit surreal, but we are in year 27. That is amazing. Yeah, thank you. That is so awesome. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe (laughs) about your family and your origins Mm -hmm. prior to the business. Okay. So um, I'm married. We have three kids. Um, Our son Gabriel is a junior in college. We have a daughter that's a senior in high school. And then we have a little three and a half year old that we like to say keeps us young. Uh, She keeps it real. It's just a lot of fun. as you said, I'm uh, owner and director of High Image Dance and Energy, and um, 27 years, it's flown by. Um, I was 18 when it started. Um, the way it came about is uh, I, I've danced since a young age, very young age. I started at age four, was involved in uh, singing, dancing, acting throughout my life. Um, at the point where I had just graduated high school, my current dance, t- dance teacher at the time, um, she decided to retire and move to Florida with her family, her kids and grandkids. Um, and she called my mom one day and she said, you know, we think Hillary's the one for the job and my mom said I'm not sure what you're I don't know what you're talking about and she said I, I think she's I think she's the one to you know carry on the studio we don't want it to stop we want it to keep going and you know again I was 18 at the time and that was not um, on my radar really mm-hmm. I, at that point I didn't really know what I wanted to do other than I loved you know being in performance um, but I had honestly never really considered teaching yeah. and so um, you know I talked about it with my family and um, I'm a person of faith and we prayed about it and I thought, you know, which is kind of funny now, but I thought, I don't want to be 10 years down the road because at 18, 10 years seems like a really long time um, and think, I wonder what would have happened if I had to try that. And so... You know, my parents helped me get the business part situated and jumped in, and um, here I am 27 years later. Can't imagine doing anything else. I've had um, such wonderful experiences with so many, I say dance families, but really they're a part of the family uh, throughout the years, and can't imagine doing anything else. I'm so thankful, you know, for that honor. So Hillary, 18 years old yeah. is very early to start a business, very, very young, but yeah. you probably thought yourself maybe as a teacher first, is that what you were passionate about? And then mm-hmm. you said your parents helped you with the business side. They did. I mean, as far as getting a loan to, you know, purchase the building that I was teaching out of, that I taught out of for, you know, probably 22 years, I think. Um, and the purchase of the building was during that time period at the yeah, very beginning? Really? It was. 
Wow. It was. And so honestly, I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> you know, in my 18 year old mind, I thought, well, I'll teach a couple classes a week and I love kids and I love to dance. And right. I, I think I like to create. I don't really know because I haven't really done it. Right. Um, but let's try it and see what happens. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, at least I tried, you yeah. know, and I'll see what else uh, comes up. But um, I'm so thankful that I did, yeah. you know, stepped out of the boat and gave it a shot. And, and here we are. But did you know what so, you were doing? No, of course not. <laughs> no. I remember, you know, before my my teacher at the time, um, when we had already talked through this and we knew what was going to happen, she was finishing out the semester. Mm -hmm. And so I would shadow her for a lot of classes. Okay. And I remember shadowing a class and, you know, she gave this big um, choreography combination to a class and the class left. And I said, okay, that was really great. Now, where did that come? Where, where do I find that? How do I how do I know what to do? And she said, what do you, what do you mean? This could be a problem. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she just, you know, created it in her head and taught it. And I thought, oh, I will never make it. Yeah. But now that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. So, you know, it just comes with, with trying it out and that's good. seeing what happens. Talk more about your yeah. favorite parts. What's your favorite parts about being a business owner? And then mm -hmm. where did you discover you had strengths? Great question. One of my favorite parts, I mean, there's the whole business end of it, but then when you get in the classroom to work with the kids mm -hmm. and you're able to create, you know, um, the choreography for the pieces that they will be performing on stage, mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes they'll get it right away. They'll jump right in. And sometimes, you know, it's a process. It's a couple of weeks before it kind of settles in their body. And um, it's kind of, you know, the brain to the foot kind of thing mm -hmm. um, that makes starts to make sense. Um, so that's fun to see the kids progress. I feel like one of my strengths as far as the performance side, mm -hmm. because, you know, in the business, the, the classroom and the teaching and that being the creative part of that is really only about a third probably of really? the whole business. Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like one of my strengths is being able to see the end picture in my mind, mm -hmm. kind of the bigger picture of what I want the show to look like, some things I want incorporated in there, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of what the final result will be. Um, and then basically you have to work backwards mm -hmm. to be able to get there, to fill in those steps along the way right. to reach your end result. Right. So um, it's interesting because, you know, through the years, a lot of people, you know, they'll ask what I do and I tell them I'm a studio owner and director and teach all the classes that come along. Um, and they say, oh, I bet that's fun. You get to dance with the kids yeah. and just kind of blow it off as, oh, what a fun little it's, there's a lot more to it. Sure. It is fun, and that is a huge, huge blessing. But I really don't think people probably realize the other part that goes with it. Sure. Which for me has been a, you know, a, a learning, I don't want to say a learning curve, but a, a process along the way of learning everything that goes with it. Yeah. Um, because when I first started, again, at 18, I thought, oh, I get to teach. I, I have the same mindset that people probably have. Oh, I get to teach some classes. Yeah. Well, that's a really small part. Yeah. Let's talk about the business itself and, sure. and say that I'm a, I'm a father in a family that has a, a young maybe daughter that wants mm -hmm. to get into dance. And so talk yeah. through what that experience it is on the student side and give me what age groups you, sure. know you work with and how many kids you work with and some of that. Okay, absolutely. So we at High Image, I start classes at age three um, and all the way through senior year. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. I teach some adult classes for fun, some mm-hmm. tap classes. We've had a lot of fun with that. Um, but I, right now I have several seniors, my daughter uh, being one of them, and she's danced with me, just um, her as an example, for 13 years. And mm-hmm. so um, a lot of times when the students start, they're with me for quite a while. And so it's such a, a blessing to see them grow, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, she started at four and now she's 17. So, um, so that's a, a really special part. I think what people can expect when they enroll their dancer in high image is uh, consistency, mm-hmm. um, structure, good communication, um, and above all, integrity. Mm. Um, One thing that I told myself even back at the young age of 18 is I will not compromise integrity to please someone else. And I think that's really important. Um, It is. I learned that early on. You can't, there's no way to please everyone. Right. There's just not. And so I do my best to, before I make a decision with a new policy or, you know, something new coming up at the studio, I do my best to um, step back and look at the big picture of that. How would that be perceived um, as a parent? a guardian, whoever, you know, is bringing the kids to class, um, what would I appreciate as a parent? And and what do I want my business to reflect? And right. so I, I will not compromise um, costumes and music, mm-hmm. you know, it there will be integrity behind those, right. behind choices and choreography as well. So, um, and Hillary, did those yeah. values, that sense of vision and mission, mm-hmm. did they come early in the the business yeah. or did you develop those over from time? the very beginning okay. that was one thing i knew that um that i was not willing to compromise yeah. you know so and i think that's helpful because mm-hmm. you know when you come to the studio you know what to expect right you know it's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sway yeah. <laughs> so and any, i think parents appreciate that right. you know any count of over 27 years, maybe yeah. how many students? I know it's almost impossible question. I mean, a couple thousand, I'm sure. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know, that seems crazy. But, um, you know, I'm at the point now, having done it for so long, I have several dancers now whose moms I taught. Right. <laughs> so we're, sure. we're like in a second generation. Sure. And that means so much because, you know, they thought enough of their experience um, with me in high image to come back to, you know, give that opportunity to their child. So that means a lot. I bet. Yeah, it really does. So when you started 27 years ago, I would imagine that there wasn't many dance studios Mm -hmm. that were close to you surrounding geographically. I imagine there's a few more Mm -hmm. now. Is that the case? There are. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a niche? Do you have something that you think you do um, or the business does that is different? I think so. Um, okay. Well, for one, there are several um, studios in the area that are competition studios. Okay. So they they work, you know, with large groups or even you know down to soloist, and they will travel and compete. Um, and that's fantastic. That's just not what we offer. Mm-hmm. So what, also, what I learned early on is that you know you find your lane, and then you go with that. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that you know you don't think, oh, maybe I'll, maybe we'll give this a try and see if this could be part of my lane. Um, but I think it's important to, to know your strengths mm-hmm. and to just go through with that. Yeah. So we're not a competition studio. Mm-hmm. We're a performance-based studio. So okay. we've done um, several performances actually at Disney, probably eight to 10 throughout the years at Disney. And that's been a lot of fun. And we did one uh, in New York where the kids got to perform on a Broadway stage and right in the middle of Times Square. And those are memories that are just, you know, they're just so wonderful to be able to look back on. Um, And um, we offer two 
performances a year. We do a Christmas show here mm-hmm. at the Civic Center, um, as well as a spring showcase. And um, the, I always tell the students, you know, they have adoring fans. And so, I mean, we pretty well sell out. So for each performance, we have two nights. Yeah. So we'll do the back-to-back performances. Um, yeah just to be able to get all of their adoring fans in because I don't want to limit, um, you know, each family, okay, to get everyone in, you can only sell five tickets or or whatever. That's not the point. The point is these kids have worked hard and they love to perform and there's nothing like being on a stage, you know, that feeling, um, to, to be on the stage and in front of your fans, you know, um, and the, the lights on you and the loud music and the fun costumes and the decorations and the great lighting. Um, and so, for them to experience that is priceless. And yeah. so we want them to be able to invite all of their friends and family. So That's we awesome. do two back-to-back performances for both Christmas and for our spring showcase. That's great. Let's talk about your challenges because I imagine sure. over 27 years, yeah. you probably have one or two challenges sure. that, were, um, that you you mm-hmm. were able to overcome. Yeah. Can you talk through some of those challenges? Sure, I will try my best. Um, Thinking back, I mean, the word growing pains comes uh, to mind. So when, when you, as you're growing, um, even if you've found things that work well, as your business grows, you can't always keep those things, even though they've been um, an asset to you in the past. Some things have to change along the way as you're growing. Do you have um, an example of one? Um, yes, actually, uh, kind of what I just spoke about um, with the, the ticket situation for the, the performances. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, back in the day, we did one, one performance and they were not reserved tickets and you could have as many as you wanted. And then mm-hmm. we kept growing. And so I had to start implementing um, reserved tickets. Mm-hmm. And so that took a little while for the families to get used to because they were used to just coming in and sitting down and enjoying a little recital and and nothing against the word recital i think recitals are fantastic but the way we approach these shows mm-hmm. are as shows mm-hmm. so it took a while for the families to get used to that new process mm-hmm. um and of course, you know, everyone has opinions and well, if I were you, I would do it like this. And, sure. and I understand that. And I, I mean, I can appreciate that. I can yeah. take constructive criticism pretty well, but. From the beginning but, or did you learn that? Um, I definitely learned it okay. because it was hard at the beginning. You know, I'm a people pleaser, right. of course, you know, we want, I want everybody to like what I do and like the way I do it, but that's not always going to be the case. Yeah. Of course, in life, that's just not how it works. Right. Um, so it was a learning process, yeah. um, but I know that you know for myself it comes from a very um, any new decision, any change, any mm-hmm. new you know something that I'm trying to implement that's new comes from a very um, prayerful posture. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to like I said before, I want to step back and look at the whole picture yeah. and and try to see it from different angles and then make the best decision all around okay. because there's a lot of things to take into consideration that people may not realize. Okay. No. With making those decisions, yeah. do you also, you go internally with prayer and then, yeah. but do you also have a group of uh, people that you bounce ideas off of? Maybe students, former students, parents, um, who's your resources? Sure. There? Um, my husband, Okay. Um, my mom yeah. <laughs> and my sister. I really try to keep it kind of, 
internal in the family. Um, so I try to keep that more in a home base so that when I present the new idea or the new project or anything that comes up um, to the families, I want them to know that there's been intention behind it mm-hmm. um, and a lot of thought process that it's not just, hey, let's try this. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me about running this particular business in a small town environment because you're sure. in energy, which is mm-hmm fairly small yes. community yes and then but you're living in marion right yes and and you had mentioned that you're born and raised uh-huh. in this community too so talk through some of the resources that you have found or maybe mm-hmm. even challenges that you have found from working in a small town sure great question um yes yeah, so i am in energy one of the things i love about being in that town is um it's almost like we are we're the center of a lot of the towns that participate at high image dance. We have probably, um, I don't know, 10 or 12 different towns Mm -hmm. where the students are from. And so it's kind of, it's a little bit more centrally located. Mm. How far away do your students drive? You know, we have some that travel as far, Anna, Goreville. Yeah. Johnson city, West Frankfurt, Benton, Carterville. I mean, pretty much all the surrounding towns, which is awesome, you know? And, and what's really cool too, is if I didn't have this business and the students didn't come to me through this, these are families that I would never meet, you know? And so it's such a blessing to, to get to meet these families and, and hopefully, you know, the goal is to be a part of their, a part of their growth, you know? Yeah. So location, location is key. Is key. It else? is. Um, th- where our studio actually is, it's not on a main street. So mm-hmm. unless you're looking for us, unless mm-hmm. you've you know looked us up and know where we're located, you won't just see us. So that may sound kind of strange, but for me, mm-hmm. for a safety issue. Um, I like that because we don't get foot track traffic mm-hmm. of people just walking in, you know, with all yeah. the kids there and, and everything. I like that we are, we're actually located back in a residential area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually really like that mm-hmm. part. Um, in 2017, I was able to um, build a brand new building mm-hmm. and that was awesome. I think for the town of energy Absolutely. to have that, you know, come in. And so, um, for 20 something years, I taught out of the building that I had, you know, taken lessons mm-hmm. in for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it got to the point where I was growing and I had all of these ideas and, yeah. and directions that I wanted to go and I wanted to do it with professionalism. But at some point, you can only do so much where sure. you're at. And I felt just really contained. And I had made a decision at that point. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm not able to expand I don't know that I can do this anymore because if I can't do it to the best of my ability and how I know, you know, how it should be done and could be done. And I think I can do it if I have that opportunity. I don't think I want to do it. And so thankfully it worked out. And so in 2017, we built a new building. Um, We have two studios in the building. Um, The largest one that I use daily uh, Mm -hmm. for all the classes is is actually the same size as the Civic Center stage. Oh, wow. So that is just incredible for so many reasons. It means more kids can come in for a class. You know, classes can be a little bit larger. Mm -hmm. Um, It's helpful for 
blocking for any of our choreography. So when they, you know, show up at the Civic Center to perform, um, the spacing is, you know, roughly the same. Um, and so now with this new building, you know, we, like I said, we have the two studios. One is large. We have a dressing room area. We have, um, I actually have a dance store in there and a boutique. So that's a lot of fun to incorporate. Mm-hmm. There's a lobby for the, the parents to sit in. There's monitors. Um, so the, um, the parents can see what's going on in class, but right. they're not able to come in because we don't want the kids to be distracted. Yeah. Um, and Or myself, for that matter, I want to be able to focus on the kids um, so they're able to watch and still see what's going on. Sure. There's a play area for... Um, the siblings that come and and wait for their older sibling to finish dance. And so that has been a blessing. And to do that in the small town of energy Mm -hmm. has been super special. Well, it sounds like an awesome facility. Yeah, thank you. But Hillary, building Mm -hmm. a new building is a huge step for a small business owner. So talk about that experience. How did it come about? And what what resources did you have to tap into in order to make that happen? Sure, absolutely. Um, So... As I said before, I I knew that I was probably going to need to be done if I weren't able to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I just started um, researching what would need to go into it. You know, you mm-hmm. got to pull, pull all your resources and go to the bank and see, mm-hmm. is this even a possibility? And um, thankfully it was. And yeah. so... I just said, let's go for it because I don't feel like I'm done. You know, I want to continue, but only if I'm able to do this. And so, you know, thankfully it worked out and the students have really enjoyed it. Uh, The parents have enjoyed it. And for me, it's a great space to work in, you know, to feel creative and to Mm -hmm. keep going. So have you felt supported mm-hmm. by small town absolutely. business world? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Any, anywhere I, I go, you know, they're excited that, that we're in energy. Mm-hmm. Um, they, of course, welcomed us with open arms. I had been there for many years. Um, yeah. It's really, I had um, a lot that was next to the, the previous studio. Right. And so for years we thought, what are we going to do with a slot? And then it just kind of all came together. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been now, great. You've mentioned a couple times the Marion mm-hmm. Cultural and Civic Center. Yes. So that's key to our yes, communities absolutely. here in downtown Marion. Talk a little bit more about that relationship, maybe how yeah. it came about. Yes. And then what's the what's the benefits? What, what's the opportunity there to have yeah. a civic center that you can perform at? Sure. Oh, the, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, like I said before, there's, there's nothing like a stage, you yeah. know, and the facility that we have here in Marion at the cultural and civic center, it's just, it's beautiful. It's well-maintained. The staff is incredible to work with. Um, you know, I grew up, um, at, since age four doing, shows and recitals, you know, at our, our previous civic center. And so I have years and years of memories of being on that stage and, and now to be able to, um, offer that to my students, Mm -hmm. you know, through the years has just been, it's been fantastic. And so, yeah, we're so blessed to have the civic center here in Marion and, and now, you know, even bigger acts, you know, coming in and and supporting that as well. We, I don't think we realize how blessed we are to have it actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we've interviewed very many small business owners on Mm -hmm. this show that has been around for 27 years. And so (laughs) what would you say to yourself, you go back to your younger self or even like a startup entrepreneur, what kind of advice would you give to them? Is there a couple key things that you can think of? Yeah. So 27 years, it's, I mean, that's a bit of time. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, A lot of things, a lot of things have actually changed 
since I started. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to date myself, but I mean, the music that I would turn in for our shows, yeah. I mean, it was on cassette tape, okay. <laughs> you know, when I very first started and then it moved yeah. to DVDs and now, or I'm sorry, CDs and, mm -hmm. and now it's all digital. And so yeah. it changes, you know, um, I would say for me, because I went to, went into it just as, yes, let me teach some dance classes at that point in my life. I didn't really consider it as a business mm -hmm. to be quite honest. Yeah. I was teaching classes. As the years went on, I'm realizing this is a, I don't even know what I was thinking. This is totally a business. This is a business. Um, and I had no experience in that end. And so for me, I wish I had have realized earlier on what it actually was and what its potential was and yeah. what it's taken some years, you know, to, to grow into. Yeah. Um, business classes would have been very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that I, yeah. you know, didn't do. And, and I've done this pretty much on my own through the years. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, a great um, office manager for about four years um, and now I'm by myself again. So yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. And so some of it is trial by error. Some of it is just, um, what do I think would be helpful, you know, on my end mm -hmm. to be more organized? It's very, very important to have systems in place. Mm -hmm. That's something that I didn't really have at the beginning. Um, so having systems in place and um, and don't be afraid to stop learning. You know, there's yeah. a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of mm -hmm. YouTube videos. There's a lot of books that are really helpful yeah. and important. Is there particular business services or business education that you would tap into either then or now? Because, mm -hmm. uh, of course, Ethos is about small business development right. and offering those courses and classes and some coaching. Yeah, so what in particular great. would be most helpful for you? Mm, that's a good question. Or even in the past when you can think, is it accounting or business planning or? All of that. Mm-hmm. Because when I stepped into it, I knew nothing of that and really didn't even think about that being a part of it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I mean, that yeah. seems kind of sad for a small mm -hmm. business owner, but I did. that's not why I went into it. I didn't go into it for the business part. Yeah. I went into it because I love to teach kids. Right. But <laughs> there's that whole other end that's yeah. very important. Yeah. Um, the dance studio world is it's almost like a world of its own. Yeah. Um, I do belong to some some groups that you know are dance teachers and studio owners from um, around the states that um, we get together and talk things through okay. and and yeah. let each other know. Hey, this came up in the studio. This is how I handled it. Was that the right choice, or yeah. how would you have handled this, or um, do you have any recommendations on I don't know a certain kind of shoe or yeah. a certain kind of theme what are some ideas for themes coming up so yeah. so it's fun to be in that community because it is a whole different world yeah you know it's not where most people's minds go <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean but yeah. it's fun it's been so much fun what's the in the future for high image dance studio do you do you that's have... a great question <laughs> you know i ask myself that a uh, lot actually um because i have done it for a while yeah. um i don't feel like i'm done yet yeah um i love the creative process i really love um the the administrative process i really do i love the communication with all the families i love putting things together projects together i really love all of it yeah um 
the hardest part probably for me because physically I've done it for so long is yeah. that part. Okay. That's that's probably where I will slow down the most. I'm not slowing down yet. Okay. But I, that will probably come first to me, you know, to start to maybe bring someone else in at some point. I was just going to say, you got the call when you were 18. Yeah. So who, who's out there? Yeah, right? that's a great question. Yeah. I don't know the answer. Again, that's something that would yeah. be, you know, I would be in prayer for, for sure. You yeah. know, I, I think that person's out there and God already knows that and, and that will come together. I don't know. And I don't know when it will be. Yeah. Um, but... But it's been a great ride so far. That's awesome. Yeah. Hillary, do you have anything else that you want, want to share that we may have missed? I can't think of anything. Do you have any funny stories from 27 years <laughs> of teaching? I do, actually. One that comes to my mind is um, it was a little guy. He was probably about six or seven. Yeah. And he said, Miss Hillary, what's your job? <laughs> I yeah. said, well, this is my job, actually. You know, yeah. I get to come and teach you dance. And he, he said, this is your job? Yeah. People pay you for this? Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's where his little mind was. And I there said, yes, isn't it awesome? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I get that's to awesome. come and, and, and share the love of dance with you and give you opportunities to, to share that with other people. So yeah. that one always sticks out in my that's mind. That's so cool. Yeah. Hillary, how would someone contact you and see what you're doing and maybe look at the services that you provide? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can email us at office at highimage.com dance.com yeah. and then our website is highimagedance.com yeah. as well hello Renda, yeah. thank you so much for joining us on this thank podcast you. thank you so much russ thanks how, for having how me how do we do we okay i think so okay <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you, uh, Hillary Rinda, for being here today and uh, from High Image Dance in Energy, Illinois. And I want to thank you for joining us for the podcast, Small Town Big Business. Thank you again to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. And again, that includes Arcadia Wealth Group, Fowler Heating and Cooling, uh, Black Diamond, Harley-Davidson, and RV, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and of course, Union Street Arts. A big thank you to Luke O'Neill for producing this podcast and making it sound and look so good. If you want to know more about Ethos, you can reach me, Russell Williams, and that email address is russell at watermarkethos.org, or you can look for us online at uh, ethosmarion.org. Learn more about our co-working spaces, the small business incubator, and training and development here at the Citadel Building in downtown Marion. So thank you for joining us, and I'm your host, Russell Williams.